This is Hemant. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist Podcast. Hello. Hey, friend. How are you? I'm doing well. We have some exciting news for people. Yay. Go for it. Oh, it's me. It's all you. Uh, So we have um, partnered with a company called Audio Boom, who is going to help pair us with uh, some advertisers. So. Um, you know, we've been doing this podcast for like eight years and, um, it takes a huge amount of time and work from both of us. And, um, we're very excited to start to maybe make a couple bucks off yeah. that. I think all it really means for anyone who's been listening to us is that one, you may hear, ad- I mean, hopefully you'll hear <laughs> ads, but also, uh, they're not the type of ads we've done before for necessarily atheist right. things. Right. Um, bear with us. And mm-hmm. you know what? If you use the promo codes that we end up giving you and actually using any of the stuff, it actually helps it us out. It would be very helpful. So uh, just keep it in mind. It's not happening right now, but it will soon. Yeah. So you're aware. But yeah, it's this exciting. Is, this is a really exciting thing for us. It's, it's like it's, a real podcast. I know. It's sort of a next step into legitimacy, which may be overdue, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have so... Uh, Last week, we talked about Richard Dawkins and his tweet, Mm -hmm. and I know that took up a good chunk of our time, and so I decided we're going to do it again, (laughs) because I feel like it's taken up my entire week this week. Here's what it it got to, to the point where earlier this week... I would I go to sleep at like whatever two o'clock in the morning or uh, something, and I get up at seven or something, yeah, and I like, woke up one day, and there were a thousand mentions on Twitter to me personally, trashing me, trashing you, trashing me over saying Dawkins was wrong. But like via the podcast or the uh, uh, your blog through my blog. Oh, okay, but the point like I was say that's like traction for a podcast. <laughs> I can handle the the backlash i was prepared for that i've done that before Mm -hmm. it's more like it's just infuriating so many people on so many different sides for so many different reasons and it's one of those things where i like twitter but it becomes unusable when all these people are just putting bad faith comments back at you right and you're trying to scroll through to see if anyone's saying anything intelligent um and so it's like, okay, this is something that is pissing everybody off. And it's not stopping because I feel strongly about it. And yeah. a lot of those people very much felt the other side of this. Right. Um, and I wanted to talk about it partly because it's very revealing about where people go if they are atheists. Like, where does that take you on different paths? Uh-huh. It's not a schism because I wasn't friends with these people to begin with. Right. But it's... Um, it's a very clear dividing line mm-hmm. of where atheists part ways. Cause obviously this isn't a church. Mm-hmm. This isn't a, there's someone who gets to set a firm stance on anything. Right. We don't look to somebody to, to see what our opinions are. Everybody right. is very individualized in that sense. But sometimes it can be hard to say, okay, if a bunch of atheists get together, what is something they agree on? Cause we've talked about politics. Like when it comes to voting for a Democrat over Trump in the mm-hmm. last election, mm-hmm. uh, it was like eight, some percent of atheists, I think it was higher for atheists specifically, voted for Biden. It's something we're pretty much universally together on in the U.S. Yes. But on this issue, it seemed a lot more divisive Mm -hmm. than anything I've seen. So let me remind you of what's going on. And then I, unlike a lot of the stories we discussed, I wrote down a bunch of notes because I didn't want to forget stuff. Oh, okay. But okay. Last week, Richard Dawkins um, wrote a tweet. I'll read you the tweet in case you forgot. Here's Uh the comment. In 2015, Rachel Dolezal, a white chapter president of the NAACP, was vilified for identifying as black. Some men choose to identify as women, and some women choose to identify as men. You will be vilified if you deny that they literally are what they identify as. Discuss. Oh, God, that disgust leaves such a terrible taste <laughs> in my mouth. I, I have decided that the disgust is the worst yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Day. I agree. What we talked about last week, and just a rehash before we get into the newer stuff, is, mm. first of all, he is saying, what are trans people? They are men who choose mm-hmm. to identify as women, which is not what how it works. How it works. Yep. It's a, to me, you're 
denying their identity yeah. as if they are women. You're saying like, well, heh, you choose that. But yeah. like, mm. And we have to go along with it because otherwise <laughs> we're the bad guy. Not only the bad guy, we're vilified, vilified. if we don't go along with your little cosplay oh. game here. Yeah. There's his Vilified tweet. is quite a $5 word for this particular tweet, huh? <laughs> so not only does he deny trans people are who they say they are, mm -hmm. he compares them to someone who became famous for lying mm -hmm. about who she was. Yeah. Maybe there are some legitimate conversations to have about like who gets to identify something, yeah. but that is not what she is known for. She's known because she passed off herself off as black. Yeah. She got... Knowing like, that she was not black. Knowing that she was not black. Whatever she wants to say about, well, I feel like I'm part of this community. Right. That's not the question. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think also, like, I get, I do get why one would draw the parallels of, like, well, she's saying she identifies as this, and they're saying they identify as that. But, like, there is a large amount of, oh, boy, of deception and lying about who she is or who she was. And race is an incredibly complicated thing to talk about. Not that gender isn't, but like, like if I did a, um, like a, one of those ancestry tests or whatever and found out that I was like a quarter African or something like that, that still wouldn't give me the right to like go around the world identifying <laughs> as African because I haven't lived that means, experience. And yeah. It means more than whatever's in your genes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it is, it is how you experience life and how society treats you thereby. And like pretending that you're black to secure a job and taking away that job from black people sucks. Um, being trans is not, it's just simply not the same. It just, it just simply isn't. I don't, and I'm sure somebody smarter than me can do a better job delineating that. This is the worst analogy ever. Oh, no. Not analogy. Um, uh, like a year or two ago on Survivor, and I remember because I'm a fan of the show, but there was, there was a trans person on the show mm -hmm. and someone else who they're obviously competing against each other. One of the arguments was that the trans person is lying to all of you, so vote that person out, which Ew. is a totally... Um, Saying someone's lying and you should vote them out, typical part of the show. That's oh, okay. how it works. Okay. But saying they're lying to you because they are trans, right. they've been hiding this from you. Right. And therefore, and that person got a lot of backlash, rightly so. Oh, In fact, it didn't even work. That person was the one voted out because everyone's <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? But I'm just saying, like, suggesting that they are lying about mm -hmm. who they are is the exact sort of thing trans people have been saying forever. Like, no, that's not what we are doing. Right. Um, okay, we we have discussed this. We did discuss yes. this last week. Um, and the reason that discuss word is so infuriating on top of all that, um, he Dawkins says, well, I'm just I'm I'm paraphrasing here. I want to have this discussion. Are I, this is what you're all doing anyway, right? You're having this discussion about race right. and and gender and all that. It's like, first of all, if you want to discuss this, Get in the conversation. Right. You're not. You're <laughs> you can't be you can't play moderator for a topic you do not know or clearly understand. Like And don't want to participate in. Right. Do you think Dawkins is reading his replies and going, Oh, that oh, is interesting. An interesting. Oh. No. He's like, discuss, and then he leaves Twitter for a week. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Dude, where'd you go? Yeah. You you want us to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way, but yeah. I think um the scathing atheist said, like, that's throwing a hand grenade and then like walking it away. It sure is. <laughs> It is just like that. Like, if you genuinely want to ask a question, which is what a lot of his defenders said, mm -hmm. then take part in the answers. If well, you want to hear what the responses I, are, friggin' respond. Or do, don't just say discuss and then not take part in the discussion, because that's then clearly having a discussion was not your intention. You were shit stirring. Yes. You were stirring the pot. Yeah, I, I actually did not consider the fact that he just sort of threw that out and, like, fucking pieced out of Twitter. Um, no, that sucks because I, I think the thing for me that really sticks in my craw is the idea of everything is up for discussion, which I don't even necessarily disagree with. But there is a thing that atheists do very frequently, men in general do a lot of sort of pretending that your opinions and experiences are objective instead of subjective um, and pretending that like 
debating the humanity of trans people is just sort of a fun debate, like an intellectual exercise, I, that is kind of what what rubs me the wrong way. Like we can have an intellectual exercise about like, oh, is nuclear power good or bad for for the country or for the world? Like that is something that we can discuss and get into and dive into the nuances. Somebody's humanity is not a fun topic that you have over drinks. It is, it's frankly, that kind of attitude is deadly for our trans community. I, I do want to talk about that more. But yeah, talking about what is up for discussion, there are so many defenders of what Dawkins wrote who are like, we're atheists, we are critical thinkers, we are classically liberal. Everything is up for discussion. And it's like, no, I mean, let's talk about that because no, it's not. At what point would yeah. you say like, yeah, the, the Holocaust was great. Like, I don't think anyone says there's like, anything. Did Hitler to, have some good points, yeah. even though he was at, a monster? At what point would you say, I don't think this one's up for debate. I think this is settled. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. It is like, not a thing where there are two equal sides to right. the story. And maybe some people have good points on both sides. I mean, we deride the media for saying both sides, like Republicans have a point. And we, our argument is, there is no other side here. There's our side, which is rooted I mean, in reality, and another side that believes the election was stolen. Those are <laughs> sides. I think climate change is a really good analogy for that, of, like, scientists understand that climate change is a very real risk that is, you know, coming down for our, on our planet. And then if you get, they go on Fox News or MSNBC or whatever, and they've got a real climate change scientist, and then, like, some idiot who got his doctorate in theology... And who's like, mm, or hear me out, God is doing climate change or whatever. Like, Or to use we, Dawkins' words, if someone said evolution is, says man evolved from, like, man's father was a monkey or mm-hmm. something, Dawkins, of all people, would be like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. This isn't up for debate. The evolution, the, the evidence right. is entirely on my side. Right. Dawkins, of all people, is like... You could say our, our uh, existence, where we came from how we got here. Is that up for debate? I think Dawkins of all people would probably say it's settled. There isn't a real debate on the substance of evolution, Mm -hmm. the minutia, the details. Sure. But not on the overall substance of it. Yeah. But apparently when it comes to who trans people are and their identities, he's like, this one is something we all need to discuss. What is their fucking obsession with trans people? Like, everybody just loves to debate trans people as if they're just some sort of, like, little social experiment that we're trying and observing to see how it goes. And but, we like, did this. With, we did it with gay people oh a decade God. ago, yeah. maybe a little more, but where the religious rights argument is they choose to be gay. Mm-hmm. Why are we rewarding that? Why are we pretending they should right. have rights? Right. And of course, of course, I think everyone on the side of LGBTQ rights would be like, well, they're not choosing it. Even evangelical Christians have come around to be like, okay, okay, being gay is fine. We're not going to be mad about that. It's It's acting on it. That's the problem. But yeah, like Dawkins is now making that same argument about trans people that they're choosing this identity. And, uh, and again, if this was one tweet that was tone deaf and stupid right it's that's one thing we could talk about but it's not the case just to give you a reminder not that it's gonna make me happy to say all this this is part of a pattern this is part of the issue why i think people like me were just so fed up with this Mm -hmm. in case anyone needs a reminder in 2013 dawkins wrote like all the world's muslims have fewer nobel prizes than trinity college cambridge They did great things in the Middle Ages, though, suggesting there was something about Islam that makes Muslims less likely to be great scientists. It's like, this is not about... Tyson made a similar argument. I don't remember what that was, so I won't go into that one. But, like, the argument is something about Islam or Muslims... Like, see, don't be religious because you, you don't win any prizes. Or maybe like, I, I might be thinking of Dawkins making that argument of like, yeah, like look at how advanced this culture was until Islam took over right. and now they're just... And it's like, there's more to it than belief in God. Yeah. That's not the only issue here. But great, you're shitting on Muslims right now. Okay, got it. <laughs> Does he... I, I want to hear a pattern and see if he always goes for like punches down. Um, He once ranked different types of rape 
to make a point about logic, he wrote, oh, I do uh, remember that date rape is bad. Stranger rape at knife point is worse. If you think that's an endorsement of date rape, go away and learn how to think. I remember this vividly. Um, Which again, I know what he's saying about logic. And also that's the worst possible way to make your point. Science communicator. That's exactly the problem is like, it's not even that I, I necessarily disagree (laughs) with his premise. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, pretty I don't, sure date rape victims would tell you it was pretty bad. I, no, you know, as <laughs> as a victim of date rape, yeah, yeah, I would not recommend it to most people. But, like, I get the idea of, like, having a knife pointed at you. It seems like a very scary thing in and of itself. But also, why? Like, these, why are these <laughs> points worth bringing up? Yeah, you didn't have to do this on Twitter, That's but you thing, wanted like, to. Once it's out there, fine, let's, you know, we're going to have to discuss it. But, like, why Why would he bring that up as if that's an interesting, fun debate topic to be had? <laughs> and in 2015, to get to your point about whether this is a trend, here's what he said about trans people in 2015. Is trans woman a woman? Purely semantic. If by define, if you define by chromosomes, no. If by self-identification, yes. I call her she out of courtesy. First of all, that sounds like a Yahoo Answers answer. All right, <laughs> which is Yahoo the only answers. place his tweets should go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then they should be banished with the rest of Yahoo Answers. And again, like, like he's doing everyone a favor by using the pronoun they identify with. Well. And again, like, I, to give him all of the benefit of the doubt, I guess, like, I guess it's courteous to call somebody by their preferred <laughs> pronouns, but I wouldn't necessarily, like... Pat yourself on Right, the back like, don't it. pull your arm patting yourself <laughs> on the back, so I get... So is he trying to make a point that, like, even when, quote-unquote, science disagrees with society, we should... I, don't I think know, his like, scientific take is your genetic makeup hasn't changed as if that's the argument everyone has about trans people, which is when you are trans, your chromosomes change, which, which no one has ever argued. No, and he understands. It's about gender uh, constructs. It's and he about- understands the difference between sex and gender. He simply has to. You would think. Um, actually, to <laughs> I even wrote this down. Like he he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt anymore because right. he's he done this before. It. People have told him repeatedly why saying things like this is hurtful mm-hmm. and not the scientific debate that he seems to think it is. Um. Anyway, yeah, no, it it all rubs me the wrong. Or like this intellectualizing <sighs> of very real experiences that people have sucks and it's dehumanizing. So that was all last week. I didn't even get into the new shit. Okay, here's what happened now, which is why we're still talking about this. And this, I mean, I appreciate having this conversation because now I've had another week to reflect on it uh-huh. all. But, um, oh, by the way, I should say Dawkins added a couple days later, just so I don't ignore this. Uh-huh. I do not intend to disparage trans people. I see that my academic disgust question has been misconstrued as such, and I deplore this. It was also not my intent to ally in any ways with Republican bigots in the U.S. now exploiting this issue, which. Yeah, man, if somebody takes your tweet and the right wing is like, finally, Richard Dawkins gets us, like maybe (laughs) rethink your your approach to communication. And also he like, here's the problem with that. Like, okay, fine. I who what's he apologizing about? He's apologizing that you Mm -hmm. took his disgust out of his intention like, you're not saying when you said trans women choose to be that. Or well, he's not apologizing for that. No. He's not apologizing for the harm. He's apologizing that you aren't as smart as he is and didn't take it the way he wanted right. you to and take like, it. Right, and like intent and impact are very different things. If I don't intend to hurt somebody, but I do, that still hurts them, and I'm still responsible for that. Like, oh, uh, boy. I'm and sorry like, you can't handle my brain. And the like the frustrating thing about this is there are good faith discussions that we should have surrounding gender identity because a lot of people and in spite of the fact that like trans rights are at the forefront right now mostly because the right is using them as a boogeyman to do whatever nefarious shit they want to get past but like 
Yeah, we should make sure people have a nuanced understanding of sex versus, uh, you know, of sex versus gender or or what it means to be gender queer and not necessarily identify with either gender. You know, like I, a friend of mine uh, just had uh, top surgery. She still identifies as, as female, but she had top surgery because it gave her uh, dysmorphia and her and she's married to a woman and even her parents were thrown for a loop when she tried to explain what like her gender meant to her. So it's not as if we're all in this like intellectual paradise of we all understand the ins and outs of what gender means and gender identity means. We still do need to have these discussions so people understand, but this is not it. Like this is not how we're going to do this. So this is what happened this week. The American Humanist Association, which has an LGBTQ uh, advisory board. Uh And I'm not saying the AHA is perfect on this. They've actually had people walk away from those advisory boards, which is a separate issue altogether. But they do, uh, superficially anyway, uh, publicly, say, look, we support LGBTQ rights. In fact, we have an advisory board in order to guide us on these issues, just like they have a feminist advisory board and a, uh, I don't know what it's called, if it's the Black Advisory Council or something similar, saying, like, these issues matter. Mm -hmm. If you are a humanist and you want to make the world a better place, like, these issues are front and central right now, and we want to make sure we are on the, the front lines of this. Yeah, That's how they have presented themselves. So, Richard Dawkins makes this tweet. What do you do if you're the American Humanist Association because, for two reasons. One is you have put yourself on the front lines of these issues, Mm -hmm. and here's the most famous atheist in the world, arguably, saying this about trans people. You feel, I'm not speaking for them, I don't work for them, and I don't know what their discussions were about this. I would feel like, well, we got to say something, as opposed to, let's say, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which is an atheist group which has no ties to Dawkins. Right. Doesn't claim to represent atheists and focuses on legal stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to FFRF right. for guidance right. on this issue. But the AHA has put themselves out as, this is our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So we want to say something. And also, in 1996, they awarded Dawkins their Humanist of the Year Award, mm-hmm. which for them is kind of their highest honor at their annual conference. Now, I should also point out, like, look, I've worked with different organizations. I I know a lot of nonprofits. What they usually do is say, who's the most famous person we could probably give an award to who would accept it? Who would show up? Who could show up and drive ticket sales to our conference. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll make this point again. Do you know who this uh, 2020's Humanist of the Year was? Was it you? It was so not me. Oh, was it me? It was not. Okay. You don't know. No. I guarantee anyone, I'm posing this rhetorical question to anyone listening. Do you know who last year's Humanist of the Year was? I do. I will tell you the answer in a little bit. But Mm -hmm. my point is, does anyone else care necessarily? No. No one has thought about this award. And maybe if you're part of the group, maybe you're familiar with it. But this is not something anyone talks about. It's not Times Person of the Year. These are Oscars. You're not going (laughs) to like go down as a like in the books of like. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice award. If it's I'm not knocking the award. I'm just saying the American Human Association gives an award each year. Right. They got Dawkins in 1996, a decade before, I should say. The God Delusion came out because (laughs) he was a science writer. He wrote a bunch of popular science books advocating for the understanding of evolution I've read those books. I would easily endorse those books because they helped me understand the topic. Mm -hmm. So they gave him an award that year. So you're the American Humanist Association. Dawkins makes this anti-trans tweet. Mm -hmm. What do you do in their position? And what they decided to do is they put out a statement earlier this week. Here's what they said. I will uh, read it for you. Regrettably, Richard, I'm, I'm not reading the whole thing. This is the substantive part. Regrettably, Richard Dawkins has over the past several years accumulated a history of making statements that use the guise of scientific discourse to demean marginalized groups Mm. and approach antithetical to humanist values. His latest statement implies that the identities of transgender individuals are fraudulent Mm -hmm. while also simultaneously attacking black identity as one that can be assumed when convenient. His subsequent attempts at clarification are inadequate and convey neither sensitivity nor sincerity. Consequently, the AHA board has concluded that Richard Dawkins is no longer deserving of being honored by the AHA 
and has voted to withdraw, effective immediately, the 1996 Humanist of the Year Award. Mm -hmm. Now, had they not done that last bit, Mm -hmm. I think they would have been opening themselves up to criticism. Sure. Like, oh, sure, you were happy to boost this guy when it was convenient for you, but now that you disagree with him, maybe rightly so. Yeah. uh, Oh, sure, but you you were happy to use his name to help you out. I think they, (sighs) if they wanted to make a statement... I think they had to get rid of that prize, yeah. revoke it from him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, they would have had to. Because, I don't know, like, I was 10 and 11 in 1996. That right. is a long time ago. And not... And I don't... Like, if you get... Humanist of the Year 1996, I don't necessarily think you're saying, like, we endorse this person forthwith for everything they do. Like, obviously, you hope that's the case. You are making a lot of good points. I I wrote, these are some of the things I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. Um, Yeah, no, let's raise some of these points. Okay. Um, My argument here is this was the leverage AHA had over Dawkins because they didn't have any. What are they going to do? They could put out a statement, say he was wrong. Right. Who cares? They can censure him like yeah, Congress really. does, as if that means anything. As if it means anything. I think they had to because it was the only leverage they have over him. But let's get to the points you bring up because they are legit. They are things a lot of other people have pointed out. I want to talk about that. Um, I'll try to get to these in order I wrote them just so I don't forget them. Okay. One is, was he being canceled? Oh, boy. If I, oh. The AHA canceled Dawkins. This is, he's a victim of cancel culture now. To which I say that's a stupid thing to say because he's not canceled. No one took away his right to free speech. No one took away his Twitter account for that matter. Yeah. Can I just say a blanket statement that canceling is nothing? (laughs) That it's like such a meaningless statement of like, oh, this person's canceled. Why? Well, he thought raping people was funny. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm fine not watching his movies anymore. (laughs) Like, it's just one of those things that like, just because the internet collectively decides, like, hey, maybe we should support rapists or, you know, people who are just general shit heels, because there are plenty of them, like, maybe we don't need to be supportive of them anymore. To anyone who says Dawkins is a victim of cancel culture, I guess my question is, what did he lose? Yeah. What did he lose? Maybe, I mean... I can't believe people are like, well, he lost the Humanist of the Year Award. You didn't know that award existed four no, minutes ago. you did not. Stop pretending like this is a big deal. He, there's no way he even had this on a resume. You think if he spoke somewhere and he had to give like a one paragraph yeah. biography. Didn't make it. I don't know if this would make the cut. I'm guessing I sold the biggest book about atheism of all time that right. sold three million copies. Right. Pretty sure this one, like of all your honorifics is not the big one but i'm saying like what did he lose he didn't really lose anything maybe he lost respect among some people but it doesn't even look like that's the case well i would argue even if he lost something (laughs) did he have a right to have (laughs) that kind of thing like does he have a fundamental human right to have our time and attention all the time no we get to listen to who we want to listen to and if you're going to be an asshole i'll listen to you less he's not free from consequences of his statements um you know what happens? Yeah, when he, you know what happens when Dawkins is quote unquote canceled or nothing. is criticized? Literally nothing. nothing. He lost an award again that none of you knew existed. It's Do you know what happens when trans people are vilified though? They die. They die. Yeah. They lose their rights. They yes. are in the process of Republicans using arguments like the ones Dawkins brings up mm-hmm. to stop them from participating in high school sports. There are laws currently being passed that would require a genital exam of kids who want to play sports for their like among their gender like this shit is it's not even about trans rights anymore it is i mean it is of course it is sorry i shouldn't have said that but it, it goes so far beyond trans rights of just republicans using any talking point that we might bring up even if it's in good faith as a bludgeoning stick to try to destroy our most vulnerable communities. And it fucking blows. If you like Dawkins, then I think you should hold him to an even higher standard than usual. (laughs) And he keeps failing to meet that mark. I mean, he's failing to meet normal people marks. (laughs) But like when you have millions of followers, again, I, I have not a ton of followers, 
on Twitter, but I have more than a lot of people, and I try, I do think before I post. Yeah, you use your platform responsibly. Try to. Not saying I always do. I try to. If you have millions Mm -hmm. of followers, you damn well better. That's why people get mad when someone with a platform Mm -hmm. does something stupid. Right. Because it's like, why aren't you being more careful? Because people are listening to you. Okay, so that's one thing. You have 75,000 followers. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's not a million. but no, I, it's not. With that many, I try to be responsible. Okay, anyway. Uh, who's Duncan the per- says almost 3 million. 3 million. That's a lot like, more. Dude, yeah. people are listening to you, so stop saying stupid shit. This is not the place for discussion when you have 3 million followers <laughs> right. and you're the most one of the most famous science communicators in the world. Right. Do you know who you have access to? Everyone. Everyone who could answer your question well. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if evolution is a hoax. Well, why don't you talk to your neighbor in the office next door? <laughs> I'm sure they could help you. <sighs> By the way, the current humanist of the year is Jared Huffman, the congressman who came out as a humanist. Oh. Uh, makes sense. No one knows because no one's paying attention. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, no one excommunicated him, by the way. Like, <laughs> you you can listen to him. You well, can read his books wherever. Right. It, it, it's very hard to talk about cancel culture when there's no literal, like, nothing to cancel him <laughs> from. Like, what? Did the Richard Dawkins Foundation drop him? Like, even if they did, that's fine. But, like, The Center for Inquiry, which not- merged with the Dawkins Foundation, has said nothing. Oh, I think they retweeted something a little dubious, if I remember. Nope, that's Atheist Alliance International. (laughs) I get them all mixed up. They're all kind of the same in my head. AI is the one whose uh, leaders use the R word to describe people they don't like. Yeah, I'm going to bring that up. And did this week. Their former president. Um, The AHA, by the way, they are allowed to set their own standards for the award. And if they feel you're not living up to it, even if it's 25 plus years down the line, they could take away their own damn award. It's theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave it to you, and now they could say, you know what? It's symbolic, yep. but we're gonna we're gonna say no. Nineteen ninety six. They should give it to me because I did a standout performance in the Nutcracker when I was ten. You. I played a genie, which in hindsight might have been. No, that's probably okay. Is there a right? Genie in the Nutcracker. So in the beginning, I don't care. motherfucker (laughs) it's toys that come to life and fight the mice idiot that's why i never saw that one is a genie culturally appropriative probably yeah um sure i wore a turban the aha is allowed to say dawkins doesn't live up to the standards that we had when we gave him this award so we're taking it back from him they Uh have the right to do that like you can not like it but like they have the right to do it if someone who received an award for humanism stops acting like a humanist, Yeah, I think that's pretty fair grounds to take away the award. Now, here's another piece of criticism that I find both legit and not exactly perfect. Okay. People have said the AHA has given Humanist of the Year awards Mm -hmm. to other people who, like, wouldn't you argue they are not humanists? For example, they gave it to Margaret Sanger. This is many decades ago, I think 60-some years ago. They gave Mm -hmm. it to Margaret Sanger. Yeah. I think this past week... The, the head of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger being the founder of Planned Parenthood, just this week, the current president of Planned Parenthood said, you're right, we are trying to distance ourselves from Sanger. We should have done it. Our critics have been saying we should have done this Was for a while. Sanger promoted eugenics. Eugenics. Promoted white supremacy, right. I think. But basically saying, look, she had problematic views. Yeah. And for a long time, I'm trying to paraphrase the founder, of, uh, the president of Planned Parenthood, for a long time, we were like, well, she's part of our history. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do what our critics are doing and use this against her and they're basically saying look you're right we she was wrong Mm -hmm. on all this stuff doesn't mean what we are currently doing is wrong right but we will distance ourselves from margaret sanger so margaret sanger white supremacist pratt promoted eugenics Mm -hmm. should the aha revoke her award i don't she's not alive anymore it was from the 50s i think (sighs) i think you could make a case that the aha should totally revoke her award too yeah, but the thing is, I don't care if they do or not. That's I, the problem. Yeah, it like, will not affect my life at yeah, all. Yeah, it won't affect Margaret Sanger's life. I'll tell you that right fucking now. <laughs> Very little her, will affect her you, life right now. Do you think her her descendants are like, oh, no, not our <laughs> precious 1950s age? That was right. definitely on the shelf prominently displayed and not in a box somewhere <laughs> waiting to get incinerated. Right. And by the way, another one they gave an award to in 1997, right after Dawkins, ironically, okay. was Alice Walker, author 
author of The Color Purple, who is, like we've seen in recent interviews, like over the past couple of years, rabidly anti-Semitic. Like is wildly. She? Oh, that one missed me. I didn't so know that. So more recent within the Dawkins time frame, like yeah. wouldn't you want to take away hers? And how come the AHA hasn't done that? Legit question too. Shouldn't they have taken action on that? I would argue, sure, that's a good reason to maybe say we don't want to promote her anymore because she is not promoting humanism in the uh, way we support it. Yeah, I mean, I think there is a conversation we had of like, hey, maybe maybe most places that give a yearly award should go back and revisit who they awarded and yes. why and, and reconsider if that's still who they want to like to stand up. But but Richard Dawkins is part of the conversation right now. Like right. we're having a conversation this, about him. This is the point it's I want to make. Like no, if I said the word atheist, no one would respond with, Oh, atheist. You mean like Alice Walker, <laughs> like Margaret Sanger. Those are not the, the signposts right. for most people right. when they think of atheist. Dawkins is, mm-hmm. and he's in the conversation right and he's now. Alive. And, and he still represents yeah. humanists as far as the broader community is concerned. So mm-hmm. I get why, they took it away from him. Mm-hmm. I do think they should revisit their list of past awardees. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it there is that this double standard. Feel like a pressing overall. issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but to say like, well, they took it away from Dawkins. How come? Well, let us go back through the list. I mean, okay. if you want to go back through a list, fine. Then admit they were right to take it away from him if you want to take it away from these other people. Okay. So that's another issue. You know what it makes me... Sorry, really yeah. quick. You know what it makes me think of is um, when... Uh, like a lot of times when the left is a monolith is like, Hey, we should not listen to this guy. Cause he did this thing. And, yeah. you know, and the right is like, well, what about Bill Clinton? And most people on the left are like, yeah, fuck him. Like <laughs> that's, I think that's the interesting difference of like, you want to take away from Margaret Sanger? Okay. Like yeah. I'm not going to die on that Hill. Like, yeah, absolutely. D- Please apply my logic across the board <laughs> where you see fit. That's fine. Don't like throw it back at me like, oh, Margaret Sanger. Okay. Among I don't think the... Planned Parenthood is a good name for a thing anyway. <laughs> so like, fine, take it away from her for that. Among all the things that I got in my responses, they're like, one day they'll come for you too. And it's like, I hope okay, so. Fine. I, I, I come Myers, for you every week. <laughs> uh, PZ Myers said, I got the Humanist of the Year Award a few years back. Uh-huh. And if they decide to take it away because I haven't lived up to their standards, like, yeah, that's yeah. what they should do. Yeah, that's like, their right. That's, <laughs> um, I think part of the problem here is Dawkins. I, I think this is generally within the atheist community with giant quote hands. The yeah. atheist community, one thing that I think a lot of us have in common is we are right about the atheism thing. And that's something most people are not right about. Mm -hmm. And whenever we came to that realization that you believe something or you have this opinion on something that most people disagree with, but you feel like you're really right about, Mm -hmm. you get the sense of, wow, I'm onto something Mm -hmm. here. Being a contrarian on this issue where most people are on the other side about like, I can back it up. I can defend it. I feel right about this. And all of a sudden, I think a lot of people get this idea like being a contrarian is the thing to strive for, that you should always go against the grain. I think in addition to that, it's not just that contrarianism is right. It's, well, I have been assured once that my opinion about the existence of God is correct. Therefore, probably all my opinions are objectively right. And with Dawkins especially, who I want to remind all of you, this guy has been, I don't know how old he is now, late 70s maybe, Mm -hmm. but he's been globally famous since he was in his early to mid 20s and he released The Selfish Gene. Mm -hmm. Like, globally famous. Like, there hasn't been a room that he has spoken to where they don't give him a standing ovation the second he enters the damn stage. He's the 80? Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's been, like, not even more than half his life. Like, the vast majority of his waking adult life has been globally famous. And what that means is I don't think there's a lot of people in his life that he's close to who just tell him he's wrong about shit. Mm -hmm. I get that. I only get that. Mm <laughs> which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But like how many people in his life are like, dude, let's sit down and talk about this because we're friends and you're wrong about this. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't think there's anyone in his life who he trusts and he's close to who really sits him down to say, let's talk about why you're wrong about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anyone's doing it. Uh, well, I mean, I, I do think it's also, 
it like obviously I'm always gonna bang the drum of like white men, but he's also an older established white dude. Like who is he deferring to? You know what I mean? Like there's a million people I defer to to know more than me about many, many topics. I feel like when you're the preeminent scholar in a field, it's very easy to be like, well, I know better than anybody else. And so I'm going to come to my own conclusion and it's going to be right because I'm the smartest yeah. boy in the world. And I'll, I'll, I'll take issue with the white male thing because some of the people who defended him are not white males, but they fall into that. I'm a contrarian yeah. and so is he. And we agree on this. So I'm taking his side. Like I on her CLE. Um, mm. I'm not reading her stupid tweet, but just here, we'll play Mad Libs. Just insert the word woke Uh-oh. and liberal and rational yeah. any order you want. God. And uh, that those are like every tweet by every person you could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Shermer would like to debate me on this. Michael I didn't, Shermer can I didn't respond to him, rocks. but my the thing that my first reaction is like, what is it that you want to debate? Yeah, what? Like, one, I'm not debating trans people, like, with you. I'm not debating Other the cis man. <laughs> identity of trans people. Like, Is but, he one debate about trans people, or does he want to debate, like, cancel culture at all? I, I don't care. Uh, I It's a fair question. I don't Shermer know the answer. Shermer is the pits. Um, I really can't stand that guy. Sam Harris responded to the AHA statement. Bold move for a struggling organization. Oh, this one When everyone has forgotten you exist, why not remind them by committing suicide? Yeah, that um, one I saw, that seemed really vitriolic. Like that's When everyone is, has g- forgotten you exist, like... The AHA you, is pretty prominent still. Well, that too, but like, if you think they are forgotten, why are you dying on this hill of like, well, how dare this group that no one cares about take away an award I didn't know existed? It just feels like there is levels to... Like, what he just said is so over the top about a 25-year-old <laughs> award that there has... 25-year-old? Yeah. Ish, yeah. I, I always subtract, like, a decade when I'm going past 2000. <laughs> um, but, like, there must be more to it than this. Of him, like, no, it's gunning clo- for it's the AHA. closing ranks among Dawkins and the intellectual uh, dark web and all the people who are just... They have stupid opinions and they only surround themselves by people who tell them they're the smartest people around. Yeah. So it's like, yes, this is my sub stack. And then they just get followers who are like, you're amazing. Hey, what's Substack and why does everybody have one? Um, as someone with a Substack. Do you have one? It's just a recap of stuff I blog about. But the people uh, who are switching to Substack are people who basically get a lot of criticism. And they realize if I just pretend like I'm pushing against like mainstream media. Sure. Um, and I say I'm going at it alone because how dare anyone censor me. By which some of these people mean an editor said I probably shouldn't say this thing because it's wrong. Right. And how dare they try to make me better. Hashtag no filter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And they make more money that way because it's easy Mm. to just say, like, I am the smartest person in the room. So anything I say goes. Yeah. Um, Todd Stiefel, um, who we, I mean... I liked him until I... I, I'm sorry, I don't know. Who is that? It's okay. He's a prominent donor to a lot of atheist groups. Um, If you look at the American Humanist... Does he donate to us? No. Okay. Um, If you look at the public statements put up at the American Humanist Association, he Uh gives them like five to $10,000 a year. Okay. Um, He put out a statement uh, to the AHA, um, basically saying, I'm not giving any of you any more money anymore to any of your groups. He said, you have embarrassed the entire secular movement with your extremely public withdrawal of the award, dot, dot, dot. I, I don't care. Um, Steven Pinker and Rebecca Goldstein, who have been awarded the Humanist of the Year Award in the past, yeah. put out a whole long letter. They're like, he's not against trans people, says them. Um Whatever. I'm, I'm sure Bill of... Maher will say something and Ricky Gervais will say something soon. Yeah. Um, I did I did want to point out some of the nicer, good I was going to say, things. I'm getting a little alarmed that there is such a show of support around Dawkins right but now. It, here's the thing. Yes, there is a show of support, but it's among the same group of people who always defend each other, who always oh, sure. use like hashtag woke as their cudgel against everyone else, and who are constantly surrounded by people who treat them as if they are smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And when you are in that echo chamber, it's easy like, oh, what? Uh, they did this to my friend? Mm-hmm. 
they are obviously wrong. My friend is right. And you know what? Look at the other people. Yeah, I text one person and they're like, yeah, fuck that. And it's like, yes, we all agree. Yeah. And it's the same group. It's always the same group. And here's the thing that bothers me about that. I'm not surprised that it's the same group, but it's the people, if the media wanted to get an atheist on TV to Mm -hmm. talk about something or whatever, those are the people they go to because those reporters are lazy. So they go to the ones they've heard of and it's always those people. Mm -hmm. I did want to point out some things Uh, Some people said that I thought it's a good point to bring up. And I should say there were so many atheists who were rightly supportive of criticizing Dawkins. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they all agreed with the AHA withdrawing it for the same reasons you brought up. It's an old award. Does it really matter? But they were like saying... I don't feel like I have to have an opinion about this. Yeah, exactly. But they were like, okay, maybe I can have a disagreement about the AHA's response, but I do think he was wrong. And I want to add to that, like, why would you do that? Wait, yeah. is there anything about this that reflects on, like, people feel like they have to have an opinion on a thing, they have to have a take on a thing, and that's why people keep putting, like, um, shoving their foot in their... You know what I mean? Of like, I'm used to intellectual having, dark web crowd yeah. of the, the atheists, the pseudo-liberals uh, who end up echoing right-wing talking points uh-huh. all the time. They seem to be chiming in because they got to have an opinion on this. Sure, okay. That's not necessarily the case I've seen okay. from liberals or progressive groups or atheist groups that are not directly connected mm-hmm. to Dawkins for any reason. Okay. Um, James Croft, um, I'll, I'll link to all these in the, in the notes. People like Sam Harris and Richard Dawkins became darlings of our movement at a time when it was focused far too much on defeating religion and far too little on defeating injustice. Wow. Wow. Who said that? That was James Croft. Nice, uh, James who is Croft. A, uh, I forgot his exact title, but he leads like a humanist uh, congregate Unitarian. Oh shit! I'm sorry, James. Uh, he's a leader in Missouri, I believe, okay. but he's been working great with quote. humanist groups for a long time. It, it, that's one quote out of a longer uh, thing he wrote that is fantastic. Uh, Seth Andrews, a thinking atheist. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Richard had closed his Twitter browser and instead reached out to representatives of the trans community for a heartfelt, sincere, good faith conversation. Imagine if the trans community received that invitation as an expression of Richard's desire to learn and evolve, mm-hmm. feeling welcome at a private table so that a major influencer of today might become a better influencer tomorrow. Seth, that's great. Um, oh, this is making my little dumb heart warm. Yeah, right. I was feeling very sad a minute uh, ago. Shannon Q, a YouTuber, uh, s- purposely sarcastic, but she made a good point here. So you want to sell me on the idea that the person who literally developed the concept of memes <laughs> doesn't have a grasp on how concepts are wrapped in deceptive or ambiguous sounding rhetoric in order to best permeate societal and cultural consciousness. <laughs> See, I read things like this and I'm like, God, I'm glad I'm not the smartest person in this particular room because I couldn't have come up with any of that. Yeah, no, there were some like, I'm very awesome. happy that there are good, Good support. Okay, I'm kind of taking a deep <laughs> breath because I really felt like grim for a second there. Yeah, I mean, those are small snippets of what a lot of people said. But here's the thing. But people are approaching it with, you know, intellectual honesty and grace, and that's great. Yes. Um, and again, they may have different takes on whether the AHA's response was the right one, but they were like, Dawkins, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have to do this, and you're doing it the worst possible way. Right. And you know what? We're standing up with the trans crowd um, trans community because mm-hmm. the way you are phrasing that makes their lives worse Yes, because you are giving people a weapon to use against them. Mm-hmm. And especially if you think this is up for debate and you don't actually believe it because you think you're an ally of their Because you're using it as an intellectual, an intellectual exercise. And nothing more. Right. Like, this is a game for you. This is our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, there are plenty of people. And not, I don't know if any reporters are listening. If you are looking for atheists to talk to, there are so many mm-hmm. you could pick from who represent, no one represents all atheists, but if you're looking for like smart, intelligent people to represent that community, there are so many options. Sure. You don't have to go to right. Dawkins or Harris or whoever. And these people are leaders or uh, hosts or communities uh, leaders in their own right. Right. Just because they're not authors mm-hmm. of pop like bestsellers from a decade ago right. doesn't mean they shouldn't Dick be listened less, to yeah. you know so anyway <sighs> is that all i wanted to say did i go through all my notes on this i i think that covers all mm. the things i needed to get out about this yeah this thing is a bummer it and is. Just especially like right now like there's shit we should all maybe like lock our focus on and it is not whether intellectual deb- oh i wanted to read um i sent this to him at, at like one in the morning because i was really mad about it 
um, Michael A. Sherlock, who who uh, he former used to president be, of Atheist Alliance International, who was booted because he was too embarrassing, even for them, and they hired Dave Silverman. Oof! So they retweeted his tweet. Of course, trans rights are human rights. Hashtag human rights. Discussing and debating trans rights is also a human right. Yes, so, we can. You again, human their argument is free speech is important. No one is saying it's not. But like, again, you're allowed to say, should the Holocaust have happened? Yeah, you can. You have a right to it. It doesn't mean that alone justifies your stupid opinions. And like at some point. Human rights just starts to lose its meaning <laughs> when you say debate is a human right. Like, who are you? <laughs> human rights say- matter. Should you have them? It's, yeah. it's my Up right to ask that question Ugh. and give credibility to the people who are trying to take it away from yeah. you. I think it's a problem with people who want to be the, uh, the smartest and the edgiest versus want to be the kindest. Yeah, yeah. And I think kindness is deeply... Underrated. And going back to what James Croft was saying, like, I, I know why those famous, quote unquote, atheists, they got famous at a time when they were saying, stop believing in God. And that was the end all be all. Yeah. But if the question is, OK, fine, we're atheists. What do you want us to do with that? What does that mean to mm-hmm. anybody? Because at some point it's like, OK, I don't believe in God. I'm convinced we're good. Mm-hmm. What else is there? And I think it is valuable to say, well, if the religious right is using religious arguments to justify bigotry, maybe it makes sense for those of us who oppose religious dogma Mm -hmm. to say, look, if you're using religious dogma to justify bigotry, Mm -hmm. we should be on the other side of that. Right. And I mean, and that's there. Not because they're doing it, because that doesn't mean they're wrong or right about something. Right. But because this is a place where our voices might be useful. Well, and I think maybe there's an an element, like you said, of sort of being trapped in the past. Because, like, when I started running for the Friendly Atheist almost 10 years ago, which, whoa, by the way, um, we were, I was writing things about, uh, about somebody saying atheists shouldn't be able to hold office or, you know, creationist group, which, not that it doesn't happen anymore, but creationist groups are trying to get evolution out of their textbooks in, in Texas or whatever. And, like, those were, and not to say that those are all gone, but, like, those were our primary battles. And now we've kind of moved into a different movement, I think. Don't, wouldn't you agree? Like, we're no longer... I, a I lot no of those old battles about... Uh, atheists in office i mean there is an atheist i mean one there's a different battle to be had but like an atheist itself mm-hmm. being an atheist isn't as controversial as it used to be right which is good that's an important shift in the right direction right. and that is as a result of a lot of work that these people have done of yeah. like making atheists making people yes. understand atheists are just regular humans yeah and again it, dawkins had a pl- uh, this is the one thing i've said this before that i really appreciated about dawkins he used he became famous for writing about science and explaining science Mm -hmm. and explaining evolution better than pretty much everybody else and it wasn't dumbing it down right he used that platform that he had built to talk about atheism Mm -hmm. and normalize it in his way and it worked like that is one of the biggest selling atheism books i think arguably the biggest of all time um i mean he used this platform to do that Mm -hmm. and now He's known for a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. that I'm, we're not fans of. That, but again, you can say, look, I appreciate what he did in those regards. He's not the smartest guy in the room on everything mm-hmm. because he's an evolutionary biologist and a science communicator. Mm-hmm. He's not the Nobel Prize winning scientist. Right. But I'm not denying he's smart. It doesn't mean he's smart about everything. Right. It's okay to criticize him. Well, I think that's a reason that a lot of people sort of left religion in the first place is if Richard Dawkins was the president of atheists or whatever, and he said something not great, then we as a community would be forced to be like, well, this, like when the Pope says something, and everyone's like, well, this is kind of what he means, and this is what we're taking away from it, or whatever. We, as just humans who host a podcast, can say, no, your opinion doesn't necessarily matter more than anybody else's, and if you have a shitty opinion, then we're going to treat you like you have shitty opinions. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move on to a different story? I guess. How long did we talk about that? Four minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is 
a stupid story, which is why it'll you be know, a nice palate cleanser. I think, yeah, I think a stupid story is a really nice breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air. Last week, uh, a guy named Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones, uh, they held their wedding. They got married. Do you know who they are? No, you don't. That's okay. They got married. Okay. Um, and if you look at their wedding website, is this you... the couple who tried to get married in a oh, mansion? Oh, and... just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> They wanted to get married in a mansion. <laughs> yep. So if you look at, I went to their wedding website. It's beautiful. I mean, it looks amazing. Um, they said in their invitations, like we are holding it at the Wilson's estate, which Courtney Wilson, that's the groom. Like it's at the Wilson's estate, which is a $5.7 million mansion in Florida. Um, so that's where everyone came last Saturday. They all showed up for the wedding there. Uh, turns out someone lives there. Turns out, Courtney Wilson didn't rent the space or buy the space. It's not his. In fact, it's not even empty. It's owned by somebody. And he's like, the fuck are you all doing here? How, how, okay, first of all, I'm thrilled that we're talking about this because this did not seem like banter for our podcast, <laughs> but this is such a grade a, a scam a that I'm into it. Um, according to the guy who owns it, he said, I know who the groom is because he showed up a couple months ago tr- saying I want to buy this place. He wanted to buy it. He said, I'm like a pr- prospective buyer. Let me take a look at this place. And so, okay, you get the tour. You can, uh-huh. you can get the, the real estate shtick. Yeah. Um, and then nothing happened, as is the case with real estate. This right. guy did not end up buying it. He did ask, according to the owner, um, he did say like, oh, can I use this space for a wedding? And the guy who owned it said, no. Because oh, he straight I straight up asked him. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, uh, no, like I'm not renting it out. Right. Uh, it's it's just my, my place. house. <laughs> I'm sure he's trying to sell this place. Sure. He doesn't want anyone taking over the property mm-hmm. while he's trying to sell it, even if it's something he can rent out. So anyway... They decided to hold a wedding there anyway, and on Saturday the of their wedding, people show up, and the owner has to call 911, and he said to the 911 dispatcher, I have people trespassing on my property, and they keep harassing me, calling me. They say they're having a wedding here, and it's God's message. Link. Um, yeah, according to the couple, God wanted us to have our wedding on this property, and how dare you? Owner, tell us we are not entitled to what God wants. Oh, my God. So, wait, is the fact that his name is Wilson and it's the Wilson Estate? He called it the Wilson's Estate. (laughs) That's not the actual name of the place. He just said on the invitation, come to... Come to my place. I assumed it was just like a coincidence because Wilson nope. is such a common last name. Nope. Oh, what a happy moment this is for me. I'm just going <laughs> to so, bask in it. Uh, the police booted everyone from the premises. Oh uh, he wasn't charged with any crime because I guess the crime would be you thought you could do this, but you're not going to. The crime is the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The public humiliation is better than any fine they could oh, give this, this guy. this is so embarrassing. Um, and so moral of the story is God should not be your wedding planner. God, can you imagine? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? We've both gotten married at ven- like public venues, yeah, right? Yeah. How many times do you think you went to visit your venue before the day of your wedding to like decide where things go yeah. and where you're going to get ready. And At where least people twice, are... and that's besides the paperwork signing and all that. Yeah, I probably went five or six times yeah. to do, like, very... Because, like, all the kitchen and stuff was there, too, so we did, like, tasting and stuff like that. Yes, but that's I'm... right. So probably more than twice, yeah. But I'm just trying to imagine being the week of my wedding and not having <laughs> access to the venue oh, yeah. or like a contact. Well, they showed up like, so when he, the owner was like, the hell are you doing here? Uh-huh. It's because the groom and some other guy showed up to start decorating and stuff that morning. The whole party was not there yet. They came in the morning to do it. He's like, what are you doing here? Where did they end up going? I have to I, know. We don't know. Oh. They have a wedding certificate like with the courts. That's okay. signed and done. Um, but I don't, their no, license or their certificate? Uh, the license. Okay, so that They have the legal document that says they're married, but huh. not the anything else. I forgot the actual paperwork here, but... Well, because the license is like what you get before you get married to make sure you're not related. They got that. Okay. They didn't get anything else yet. Okay, so they have like 60 days, I think, to, <laughs> to So I don't to know where they got... Ma- they have to be in Florida, though. It's very right. important. I don't know where they went that day. They did not respond to reporters for comments. Oh, God. And the owner's like, I've said my piece. I don't want to be a part of this story. 
That's fair. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like that. I'm very curious who knew what, because like if the bride was in on it, fine. If she wasn't, can you imagine? That did not cross my mind. Baby, don't worry about it. I got to take care of just show up on the day looking like your beautiful self. What if they just show up there for the honeymoon? I'm kind of into that kind of gall, it's a nice though. House. I'm fine with mildly inconveniencing really rich people. <laughs> this isn't the worst thing that's ever happened. I don't know how rich they are. They own a multi-million dollar estate. I'm going to say they're okay. I don't think wait, they're wait, worried about... Who are we talking about? The owners. The, oh, the owner owners. of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, fine. Yeah. I, I want to know what these people are doing. Yeah. I want to know what happened that I day. I do want to watch a movie about these people. <laughs> Um, I, got I one. want it to be directed by Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I just want it to be like a zany. <laughs> Seth Rogen is the owner yeah, of the mansion, exactly. right? Um, I got one last story for you just because uh, I want to talk about this now before it becomes next week. Uh, we, a church in Georgia, Woodstock Church of Christ, they sent a letter to a woman saying, we're going to kick you out. And she posted this online. And we've talked about this before because it happened to another woman in a different place. The same thing happened again. Oh, it's a new story. New story, new church, new woman. Okay, what did she do? (laughs) Well, she made the mistake Uh of falling in love with another woman (gasps) and being happy. Oh, boy. God hates when women are happy. He's made it abundantly clear. The letter to Crystal Cox says the following... Um, we feel it's crucial to remind you that our Lord considered it vital that no one can be involved in homosexuality and be in a pleasing relationship with God. Dot, dot, dot. In light of your apparent lack of desire to hear our concerns, apparent lack of willingness to repent, and the public display of your homosexual lifestyle, by which she posted a picture, like, hugging her fiancé Yeah, existing in a relationship, yep. We have no alternative but to withdraw our fellowship from you... Um, no alternative feels like an exaggeration. I think they have a couple alternatives. Dot, dot, dot. We will announce that we have withdrawn fellowship from you following efforts to establish a dialogue to persuade you to repent. Your name will be removed from our membership role until you decide to make your life right with the Lord. It is important that you understand after fellowship has been withdrawn from you, Christians must not interact with you. Wait, not just churchgoers, members of our church, all Christians. They implied church members but they did say christians Christians, but the idea is like we're we're not just kicking you out of the church we are excommunicating you and telling our members uh don't even talk to her and this is what like jehovah's witnesses do do mormons do it it, like we're cutting you off and we're gonna try to guilt trip you into coming back by making sure that your entire social network if it's in the church is just never going to talk to you again. Churches really aren't playing the long game, are they? They're really short-sighted. They don't realize that she posted this on Instagram because she's like, <laughs> they think this is going to make yeah, me come back. See you never, nerds. Here, yes. <laughs> I I spoke with her last week. Oh, did you? Trying to figure out if there's anything more to this story. How is she doing? Is Tell she, me again where this is. This is Georgia. Georgia, okay. And she basically said, um, she went to... I, the question I really wanted to ask her is why are you a part of this church ever? Like, yeah. don't you know they are like this? Cause I know they're like this. Did you <laughs> not know they were like this? Because she seems very happy and comfortable uh, being in a same sex relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to this church, don't you know they're not supportive of that? They that's couldn't what, have been secretive of it. Right. That's what I wanted to ask her. And what she basically told me is she was married to some guy He's the one who was a member of the church, his family. Uh, so he's the one that got her to go there. And she went because why not? It's church. Yeah. It's not the church of Christ. Right. It's, it's just church. So she goes. Where my husband wants to go and sure. I'm supportive. Yeah. yeah. And so they got divorced. And so she's like still a member of the church technically. But once he's not part of her life, I think she's like, okay, the church isn't really a part of my life either. But right. she's still technically a member. She didn't win member. the church in the divorce. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And so I don't even know if the husband still goes there. I don't remember. But basically, hey, she met someone else. She's happy. And she's just moving on with her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the church still thinks of her as a member. So they send her this letter. And of course, she's like, I don't care. Like you saying we're breaking up with you. Yeah. She's like, I was over you right. already. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> Did care. you think we were still together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so anyway, she's. She seems to be doing just fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wrote uh, in her post about this, 
I can't wait for my denouncement ceremony. Hashtag Church of Christ dropout. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad she has a good attitude about it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I I really got to say, I like this practice of conservative Christian churches, like, giving something to their former members that they think they're going to guilt trip into coming back and, like, doing it not in just an email right. and not just quietly, but, like, certified here's something you can post online <laughs> because it's not winning her back to the church. It is pushing other people away right. from ever being part of this thing. <laughs> it's glorious. Like, I oh, my God. notarized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Thank I mean, you, church leaders, is is the point of that. Yeah. Apparently a lot of people are getting it wrong this week. <sighs> is that it? That's that's all I have the air for. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm curious to see how this uh, Dawkins thing shakes I, out. I genuinely hope we're done with it. Like, I've gotten plenty of feedback like, dude, how much are you going to keep beating this dead horse? And it's like, I'm not doing it because I friggin' want to. Right, right. It's because stuff keeps happening. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, thank you for not bringing up the Ark Encounter this week. I did not want to talk about ticket sales. I don't, do have don't, that tab don't, open. Don't, 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 <laughs> um, Okay, where can There's we... There's another oh, one. God damn it. <laughs> no, where they're like, why do you keep doing it? You don't have to read it. Just, I keep the attendance going because it's a thing I followed, uh-huh. and I'm kind of curious if... They slump in attendance. Yeah, I'm the we only. We don't have to talk about it. I'm the only one who's being forced to talk about this <laughs> stupid subject. But yeah. All right, where can we find you online? We, I am at friendlyatheist.com. Go to patreon.com slash friendlyatheistpodcast. Maybe one day I'll be like, we're brought to you by dot com. Don't give anybody free advertising. No. The space is valuable now. That is right. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Jess Blumke. You can also buy a cross-stitch from me if you would like uh, on Etsy. I'm at Bitches Get Stitch Done. I do a ton of custom work. Um, I think that's it. So we'll talk about Ark Encounter next week. Oh, fuck you.